Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. It has been 131 days since 20 nominations <laughs> were announced. I am Broadway Radio's mm. Matt Tamanini. Keep it going. Keep it going. And I'm Arts and Culture writer Ashley Steves. As one of the funniest movies of recent memory uh, says... I will never stop, never stopping. So there we um, went go. a long way for that joke. But um, <laughs> first off, I feel like after yesterday's show, I need to address something. Hey, what's um, up? Grace, <laughs> love you, mean it. But my choices of things that I find entertaining mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does not necessarily have anything to do with the... What was that? What did she say? The type or the age of woman I could pull? Is I, that guess, what? I guess. Essentially. Essentially, I think that's what she was implying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I am old. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to add to that. Okay. Thank you. I'm just saying. You're welcome. I am, I am old myself. So, I mean, mm-hmm. these things are not. You know. I've already said what I needed to say off the air. So, oh. that's that's what I have to repeat. I'm not going to yeah, say Please it. don't repeat that on air. Um, <laughs> Anyway, after dark, after dark, yeah. this Patreon we've, episode. We've talked, you and I have talked about doing a uh, Broadway radio after dark for That's a long what time. I'm saying, see, we really should. That stuff would be getting us in a lot of trouble. Grotesque. Anyway, yes. speaking of Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio, Broadway radio.com slash Patreon. If you want to get all of the goodies that are there, of course, not only will you get all of the episodes in that feed, before they're released in the regular feed, but you will also get the opportunities to listen into this week on Broadway while it is being recorded. And then sometimes, if Lauren Gunderson's schedule uh, dictates, that happens on Saturday night. You'll also be able to supply questions. And if Grace and I decide to talk about something really, really weird for 45 minutes and put it in the feed on a Saturday, like yeah. we did last week with The Masked Dancer, you can get that too. So again, patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, Ashley, we've got some news uh, at the start of the week that indicates that the two biggest theater cities in the English-speaking world are finally, slowly but surely, as well as rather painfully, moving towards getting people back into theaters. First, on Sunday, the New York Post reported that Times Square has seen a marked increase in daily visitors in recent months. In January, the neon section of Midtown averaged around 105,000 daily visitors, which of course is like 65% less than what they would normally be doing pre-COVID. But it is a huge step up from the 35,000 that Times Square was seeing early during the pandemic almost a year ago. Then, across the pond, in a speech in front of the House of Commons on Monday, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced that English theaters could reopen as early as May 17th of this year, should the vaccination rollout continue at pace. Now, theaters and other indoor entertainment venues like movie theaters could tentatively return with social distancing and the final phase of a four-phase program outlined by the PM. Schools return in England on March 3rd. Some outdoor sporting events on March 29th will be able to have fans present. Drive-in theaters on April 12th. And finally, theaters in May. Johnson also told the lower house of parliament that social distancing restrictions would become more relaxed as soon as June. Now, Ashley, I heard from our friends John and Matt from Curtain Call over in England on Monday. And they are excited but cautiously optimistic about the about the potential return of theater in and around London. 
So I'm keeping my fingers crossed for everyone in the UK. They've been a little bit more aggressive in terms of having theater during the pandemic. And then they've always had to like pull back. But with vaccinations, like I feel like we are on the slow, arduous climb back to getting butts in seats. We're definitely closer. I'm still, you know, a little skittish when it comes to all of that. And for good reason. I mean, we're just now, I can't remember as a country or just as New York City, we're just now getting back to pre-Thanksgiving numbers as far as COVID rates go. So, uh, you know, we're, we're back where we are at the beginning of November. Not exactly where we want to be. Uh, better than we were a month ago when we were seeing those extremely dense numbers come through uh, and really disheartening numbers. But as you said, more people are getting vaccinated, more people are eligible for vaccinations. And of course, you know, there's going to be a lot of push and pull with that. Because of course, if you even if you get a vaccine, one, you can still get COVID, but it'll just make the symptoms lighter. But more importantly, you can still transmit it. So it requires us, I'm assuming, you know, I don't, I don't really know. I think we're going to have to put something in place when especially Broadway opens back up as far as, you know, vaccination citywide capacity, you know, like the X percent of the city will have to be capa- uh, have to be vaccinated. Like that is what I hope to see. I think. Well, we will see what happens in the uh, coming months and year, yeah. uh, year plus. But uh, hopefully, we will start to see that sooner. Because uh, moving back to uh, the Big Apple, Ashley, on Monday, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that movie theaters mm. would be able to reopen in New York City beginning next Friday, not this week, the twenty fifth, but the f- or the twenty sixth, the following week, which is the fifth of March. Now. To do so, they have to open at 25% capacity at a maximum of 50 people per screen. Socially distanced assigned seats and masks will be mandatory, but testing will not be required. Now, this comes on the heels of Cuomo announcing some things last week, actually, that you and I talked about and some other things that we didn't. Mm-hmm. But like indoor family entertainment centers, which I guess is like Chuck E. Cheese or something, and yeah, places of amusement can open with a 25% capacity Beginning on Friday, March 26th, outdoor amusement parks can open with a 33% capacity beginning on Friday, April 9th. Large stadiums and arenas, including Madison Square Garden and Barclays, are opening this week with 10% capacity, which we talked about. And also, indoor dining in New York City will be able to increase to 35% capacity on March 5th, the highest number of people that are allowed to be in uh, any given venue since the pandemic began nearly a year ago. Now, actually, you kind of mentioned this a a second ago when we were talking about the UK and stuff, but does the prospect of more people congregating in the city make you feel more like things are moving in the right direction? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it it makes you more nervous that things could go off the rails at any moment. The only thing that is filling me with any optimism is the aforementioned aforementioned vaccination rates at the moment, the fact that so many people are eligible for the vaccine. And I mean, there are, there are no appointments to get vaccines at the moment. They're very few and far between unless you're over the age of 65 and older, or you, you know, are living in the Bronx and can get one at Yankee Stadium or something, which great, please do that if you are eligible. Um, the fact that so many people are eligible right now and able to get it, that makes me optimistic whether you can get an appointment or not. 
Um, I spent, <laughs> I ate outdoors on Saturday, um, with my partner and friend and we passed, we were in the village and we passed so many restaurants that were at, you know, alleged 20% capacity or they were not paying attention to the rules and they were over capacity anyway, but even 20% capacity, uh, in some places, it's it feels too much because they're so small uh, so i'm <laughs> I, you know looking at some of those places that i passed it's like this isn't going to make a difference if you're sitting around you know still you know maybe 5 feet away from each other instead of 6 and not wearing masks and shouting in large groups even if you're outdoors i mean i was pretty close to people over the weekend in large large groups of people and I'm just like, uh, it, it, we're seeing more people congregating, but those people might have already been congregating and not being as yeah. cautious as they should have been. So I, I again, I'm, I'm skittish about it all. I, I have to see more numbers and I have to see more vaccines and then I'll be a bit more optimistic about it, I think. Well, hopefully you start to see those numbers and vaccines, including one or two that go into your arm very soon. Oh, uh, please. <laughs> all right, Ashley, let's take a real quick break so that we can talk about our sponsor for this week, Audible.com. So, Ashley, for Hi. I can't imagine that anybody listening to this program does not already know what audible.com is we talk about it on the reg here on True. today on broadway but for it. those people who do not know what audible.com is why don't you give them the overview about what that service provides yeah, you'd have to be under a rock, but if you don't know, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word or, you know, Audible entertainment, all in one place. That includes audiobooks, original entertainment from top celebrity creators, and thousands of popular podcasts. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, good for any title in their selection. Also, anything in their Plus catalog, which includes, like, fitness and meditation sleep tracks, those aforementioned podcasts, a lot of other things. Those are included in your membership, so you can download and stream those all you want with no credits needed. Yeah, and what's great about it is is they have, obviously they're, they're kind of known for audiobooks, but they've sure. started to branch out so much recently with their Expanding. Yeah, with their with their theater offerings, both what's they, what they record at the Cherry Lane Theater, and yeah. we've often talked about what they are doing with Williamstown Theater Festival, but mm -hmm. that's not it like if you go through their catalog they have a ton of other stuff that they've had there for years they have a production of uh, a doll's house with Callista Flockhart in it they have a production nice. of Tom Stoppard's Arcadia starring the great Kate mm -hmm. Burton yeah. they have a production of the Cherry Orchard starring Marsha Mason they've got all these great things tons of Shakespeare stuff in there too so if you're a theater person at heart and you are missing theater in these days when you can't go to a theater, there is no better place to get your theater fix than audible.com. How do you get audible.com? Well, I'm glad I asked myself, Matt. Uh, <laughs> visit audible.com slash Broadway radio or text Broadway radio to 500 500. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Broadway radio or text Broadway Radio to 
500. I like that you can text that. Uh, I know. Gives How you cool is no that? excuse. You're probably already on your phone anyway, even as you're listening to this. So once again, visit audible.com slash Broadway radio or text Broadway radio to 500 500. No excuses. No excuses. Get on it. Go listen <laughs> to some books and stuff. Some books and stuff. Books and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ashley. On Monday, Roundabout Theater Company announced that current Roundabout Directors Group member Savan Batat would be the company's 2021-22 Directing Fellow. The RTC Directing Fellowship Program was launched in 2017 to create a long-term, meaningful relationship between Roundabout and a young director. Batat is the fifth in the program and will begin this year once productions resume. And she will serve as an assistant director on multiple RTC productions, starting with the Broadway premiere of Alice Childress's Trouble in Mind. Also, yesterday, Tony nominee Joshua Henry announced that he would be releasing his debut EP called Guarantee a week from Thursday on March 4th. March is next month. Oh, my God. Uh, God. Or next week, I mean. Um, Oh, my God. I know. Um, I'm still recovering from last March. I'm not. Oh, ew. I know. I know. The album is available for pre-order now, and fans that do pre-order the album will automatically be entered to win a chance to join Josh for a virtual guaranteed great night in album release party hosted by Question Party question mark exclamation point okay um if just the words joshua henry album aren't enough to convince you in the show notes i know seriously um we will have the video for the ep's lead single hold me and if you listen slash watch that there will be no doubt that you will want to buy this album if the words Joshua Henry album aren't enough, you need to make better choices in your life. I know, seriously. Like, come on. Better oh. life choices. Um, but actually, I was very disappointed when I was putting together the feel-good recommendations because the feel-good recommendation that made me feel the best, mm-hmm. y'all stole yesterday. Sorry, uh, sorry. With the um, Hallmark-adjacent song released by Jeremy Jordan and Jessica Loundis. I won't talk about it, but it's a very good song. I was quite impressed with it. <laughs> I was um, going to say, we've got, we usually have the Hallmark Cinematic Universe covered with you, and we ended up talking about it. Um, and now we've talked about, thing. we've now talked about this song three times on this show. So. It deserves it. Uh, well, yeah. I'll talk about it some more. I sent it to my sister who lives in Las Vegas because she is also a big Hallmark fan and she uh-huh. was very impressed. And she said, and I haven't watched the movie yet, but she said the movie was very good. Jeremy plays twins. So you oh get to double your pleasure double of fun. Jeremy Jordan. Yes. So there's that. But this, I ha- this song is now a co-host on the show. <laughs> Does that mean James has to pay that? Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, sorry, James. <laughs> um, but I do have another feel good recommendation. This one comes from Seth Rudetsky's most recent Sunday night night live virtual concert this one stars tony winner santino fontana and he <laughs> sings a uh, like you can't look i'm 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 a good paisan like i gotta santino fontana you know you, yeah, you exactly. kind of have to yeah um, be really aggressive about it yeah um but he sang a um uh, a song that he helped make popular not on broadway but in a disney animated film Love is an open door, but I, I I hesitate to tell you how he sang it, Ashley. He oh, sang God. it he sang it as a duet 
between Prince Hans, his character from the movie version of Frozen, and Dorothy Michaels, his character Ooh, from thanks, hate it twice as much now. Thanks, I'm sorry, but. Hate I do that love to- song, hate that movie, hate that show. Generally like Santino Fontana, so that's all really not feel good for Ashley. <laughs> wow, you are just so angry and so I know, bitter. I'm a You've very gotta- angry person, obviously. Love is an open door. Open your heart and <laughs> let the love I've in. Heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but Santino is great. You know where I first actually, like I was aware of Santino Fontana before this, but the first place I ever actually saw him was in his first episode of Submissions Only. Um, oh. Like I knew he, he had done, he had done um, a couple shows on Broadway before, and this might have even been, um, while or after he was doing act one, I think maybe I don't remember mm. the, the chronology of these things, but he like his first thing is like he he's doing a an audition and he's supposed to be this really deep, um, emotive, expressive actor. And, and submissions only is a fun, silly thing. But like even in doing the monologue audition in submissions only, he yeah. was utterly captivating and thoroughly impressing. And I was like, oh, okay, he's the real deal. And mm-hmm. then he goes on to be, you know, uh, a star in both Broadway plays and musicals and then TV and films. So very, very much very deserves good. it. Yeah, very, very talented dude. So um, highly recommend that whether you like frozen love is an open door or tootsie or not nope none of it but i do do things that i like how about how about tootsie rolls uh yes absolutely for sure okay good how about the song tootsie roll Mm. let me see your tootsie roll (laughs) no (laughs) i mean better than still better than tootsie at least all right well that is all that we have for today thank you for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook twitter and the instagram at Broadway Radio, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, where are your socials located? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. I believe Grace and I will be having a uh, long tete-a-tete about um, yeah. my appeal based off of my entertainment choices on tomorrow's All show. Right. So, nice. Grace, prepare for that. Um, everybody else, you can head to <laughs> patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody, and we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.